Happy Friday, everyone. Today is the 22nd of September, 2023. The biggest focus of this week was the Fed. And what we saw on Thursday's trading day was the markets starting to acknowledge that interest rates could stay higher for longer after we saw a hawkish skip from the Federal Reserve on Wednesday. Two Federal Reserve officials made hawkish comments about the outlook for monetary policy during Friday's trading day. In a prepared remark to a bankers group in Vail, Colorado, Fed Governor Bowman said, quote, I continue to expect that further rate hikes will likely be needed to return inflation to 2% in a timely way, end of quote. The majority of Federal Reserve officials believe that inflation will remain above 2% until at least 2025, and Governor Bowman believes that the progress made in the battle against inflation will slow down. In her eyes, this suggests that, quote, further policy tightening will be needed to bring inflation down in a sustainable and timely manner, end of quote. Boston Fed President Susan Collins made similar comments on Friday. She believes even though we have made progress in the battle against inflation, it is still too soon to declare victory. Confidence is key for the Federal Reserve. Jerome Powell made it clear once again during his press conference this week that a couple of months of positive inflation data is only the beginning of what will be required to be confident that inflation will fall back to the 2% target. Collins believes, quote, I expect rates may have to stay higher and for longer than previous projections have suggested, and further tightening is certainly not off the table. Policymakers will stay the course to achieve the Fed's mandate, end of quote. One must remember that the Fed did not expect to raise rates as much as they did, but the unprecedented strength of the U.S. economy has caused them to do so. The Fed expects inflation to return to 2% in 2025. As long as the economy remains resilient and as long as the Fed continues to upgrade its growth forecast and downgrade its forecast for the unemployment rate, I cannot imagine that we will get significant rate cuts, not only because inflation could re-accelerate in an environment of economic resilience, but also because even if inflationary pressures ease, if the economy continues to remain resilient, the Fed will not feel comfortable cutting rates. It might calibrate down a few basis points as real rates creep higher due to easing inflationary pressures, but it will certainly not cut interest rates by as much as the markets expect if the economy continues to be so strong. Bill Gross, PIMCO co-founder, said in a note on Friday that, quote, the government first threw money out of a helicopter and almost all of it has been spent, sending inflation beyond all previous expectations. Taming it and lowering it to 2% will be most difficult and a bond bull market under those circumstances is hard to envision in a 3% future, end of quote. The president of the San Francisco Federal Reserve stated on Friday she is not ready to declare victory in the fight against inflation and that the Fed is omitted to bringing down price pressures, quote, as gently as possible, end of quote. As investors positioned for a higher for longer environment for most of the week, 
we saw a slight pullback on that narrative during Friday's trading day. Treasuries rebounded, but stocks continued to struggle. After rising above 4.5% for the first time since 2007, the 10-year yield fell back slightly. Favat Razakwasada, I'm sorry if I... If that pronunciation is not correct, he's a market analyst at cityindexandforex.com and he said to Bloomberg on Friday that concern about inflation and the path of policy in an environment of rising oil prices is making investors realize that we will not get rate cuts anytime soon. He said, quote, it is far too early to say that markets have bottomed as fundamentally nothing has changed, end of quote. Meanwhile, Bank of America strategists believe the 10-year yield could reach 4.75% before they start to fall into year-end. Here's a simple calculation that highlights that the 10-year could stay above 4% for a while. Let us assume that inflation falls to 2.5% and stays there. Let us also assume that real rates will be around 1.5%. Inflation of 2.5% and real rates of 1.5% require a nominal return at the front end of the curve of 4%. Historically, a 75 basis point term premium for the 10-year is a conservative estimate. Assuming a term premium of 75%, we are already at a 10-year yield nominal yield of 4.75%. Sonal Desai, fixed income CIO at Franklin & Templeton, made this estimate a couple of weeks ago. And it makes it clear that a 10-year yield at 4.75% is not as unlikely as many think. Bloomberg reported on Friday that Bank of America strategists, led by Michael Hartnett, said investors dumped equities at the fastest pace since December as the prospects of higher for longer interest rates raises the risk of a recession. Here are the top three corporate stories of Friday, initially reported by Rita Nazareth from Bloomberg. Even as it extended the walkout to 38 new plants controlled by competitors General Motors and Stellantis as of Friday noon, the United Auto Workers claimed that it had secured significant concessions from Ford Motor Company and would spare the firm further, further hardship. After the UK competition regulators indicated they will accept the most recent concessions, the $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft appears to be moving towards completion after an almost two-year delay. According to those with knowledge of the situation, the Federal Trade Commission anticipates filing a lawsuit against Amazon for antitrust breaches the next week. This will be the agency's fourth attempt to penalize the online retail behemoth this year. And last but not least, we will take a look at some of the financial data of Friday's trading day. The S&P 500 fell 0.2% as of 4 p.m. New York time. The Nasdaq 100 was little changed, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 0.3%. The MSCI World Index fell 0.2%. The Bloomberg Dollar Spot Index was little changed, and the Euro fell 0.1% against the dollar, to $1.0647. The yield on 10-year treasuries declined 7 basis points to 4.43%. West Texas Intermediate Crude rose 0.8% to $90.33 a barrel, and gold futures rose 0.3% to $1,945 an ounce.
That is it for today's podcast episode. Have a wonderful weekend and see you again on Monday.